Blessings and light, Faith Walkers. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Let me tell you who I am and what we do here. I am author and life coach, Wilhelmina Wright, and this is Let's Feast. We are in the Becoming Light Bible Studies lesson, starting from the beginning with the book of Genesis. This study focuses strictly on building your spirit, illuminating your light, and feeding your gifts. We are practicing manifestations and being one with your spirit man. In this season, my intentions are to share as much as I can with as many as I can. I am sharing the journey of my personal Bible study. What we are studying, we are applying. So there will be changes taking place in our lives. Here at Les Feast, we chew and swallow the meat and potatoes. Just to strengthen us to and for our daily walk. The goal has always been, let's feed 5,000 with these two pieces of fish and five loaves of bread. Becoming Light is the Bible study for the I Am Light devotions, which you can find on my personal Facebook page every morning, Monday through Friday. Listen, if you enjoyed the content, please follow and share. Be blessed. Father in heaven, we bless you for all that this word will touch. Lord, thank you for the open spirits and the open ears. Father, we ask that you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown. Create in us a pure and righteous heart, Lord God. Cover us with your word like a blanket. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for joining us in this study. The Most High God, we thank you for teaching us. Hallelujah. Thank you for embracing us with your love and knowledge, O our Yahweh. Praise your name for your holy word. Praise your holy name for elevation and manifestations. Praise your name that when we are finished today's lesson, we will look more like you, Lord God. Daughters and sons of the Most High God, El Shaddai. Thank you for the washing and renewed spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, may we be blessed by God's already blessed word. Amen. Blessings and light. Welcome to Let's Feast. I am your host, Coach Prophetess Wilhelmina, the Manifestation and Faith Coach. So we're on chapter two of the book of Genesis. Um, If you guys have not caught up, do me a favor. Stop this recording. Go back and catch up, right? So we are now walking into Abraham's walk. Well, at this point, he's Abram, right? And um. So we are now going into the beginning of his process of um, of now what God has him doing, right? We know that we all have 
a different walk. We all are in a different position. And if we are in a, a, a prostrate listening position, like our ears are, are, are low to God, right? There are instructions. And um, this, this book right here, this chapter, it, it tells you about instruction. And it tells you about this just the story of Abraham alone tells you what being faithful to God can do for you, right? So listen, uh, let's get in. Let's get in, right? So the Bible says, Now the Lord has said to Abram, Go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to uh, the land which I, I will show you, right? And then two goes, and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you abundantly and make your name great. Exalt, distinguished, right? That's what the great means. I'm going to exalt your name. You're going to be distinguished. And you shall be a blessing. And I, and then three, three says, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse the one who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Okay. So let's get into that one through three right now. Um, you know, God will take us out of the normal, out of our comfort. And a lot of us, our comfort is our family, right? And God will take you from that, take you out of your father's house. Now you're grown up, you're on your own. But he promises to make you great. He promises to bless you. But come on now, you but you gotta be, you gotta be trusting in the promise. You can't be on the fence about the you can't be like, oh Lord, the Lord said he was gonna bless me, but it's raining right now. No, you can't look at the rain. You gotta be like, okay, this rain is watering my harvest, right? So you know there's a reason for what you're going through is to build me and ready me for my blessing. That's how your mindset has to be. And the Lord says to him, and make your name great. So in the process of me blessing you, I'm going to make your name great. You're going to, when people see you, they're going to know who you are. They're going to know who is blessing you. That's the process, right? They're going to know who is blessing you. They're going to know that you are favored by me. And three goes, and I will bless those who bless you. And anything connected to you will be blessed. That's that's the light in this. Anything, okay, not only am I blessed, not only is God blessing me, but anything and anyone connected to me will be blessed. What other way? How, what other way? Right? So, four goes on to say that Abram departed. He followed God. He listened to what God said. He's going to trust God in God's blessing. Right? So, he departed as the Lord directed him. And Lot, his nephew, left with him. So, Lot went with him. And remember, I want, um, if you go back to chapter 11, we talk about, we talk about Lot. And we talk about Abram, right? And we know that, what did we learn about um, Lot? Let me see, Abram and Nahor 
took wives for themselves. Okay, and named their wife Sarah, and the name of Nahor's wife was Melka. So we know that Haran's father. So we know that Lot was Lot was Abram's nephew. It, he was, um, if I'm not mistaken, Haran's father. Yeah, Haran's son. Haran died before his father, Terah, in the land of his birth. So, um, Abram was Haran's son, which is Terah's grandson. And, um, he brought his, he took his wife with him. And Terah's daughter-in-law. And they went out together. And they went to the land of Haran. And Haran um, died at 205 years old. 200, can you imagine it? 205 years old. That's something. Now we learned that um, Lot's sister, Melka, married their uncle, right? So, um, he married Abram's brother. Um, Abram's father had three sons, Haran, um, and what was the other one's name? Haran, Abram, of course, and I'm looking, and that's in chapter 11. I'm going back to chapter 11 for you guys. Okay, it's up here at Descendants. Haran died. Okay, so... This is Abram, the third son's name, Nahor. So it was Nahor, Haran, and Abram, right? And Haran was Lot's father. So uh, Nahor married Melka, which is uh, Haran's daughter, Lot's sister. And so Lot went with Abram's time to go. I'm going with my uncle, right? And this is how we're going to do it. So listen, let's go ahead real quick, pay some bills, and when we get back, we're going to get back to um, where Abram went. That's good to know. Hey everyone, it's Coach Wilhelmina just coming in to let you know that the website is live. Go ahead and go to bit.ly forward slash coach with a capital C WW. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash coach with a capital C WW. And when you get there, you're able to order your copies of Building a Foundation of Faith or Service and Glory and get them autographed at that not only do you grab your you can grab your books but you can also connect with the podcast yes that's right not only can you connect with less feast you can also connect with remembering me podcast so don't forget go to bit.ly forward slash coach with a capital c ww be blessed All right, welcome back, welcome back. So this is uh, Genesis chapter 12, episode 10 of Let's Feast, season two. 
It's good to say that, right? Season 2, Episode 10. I am your girl, Coach Wilhelmina, your manifesting, manifestation and faith coach. Coming in, we are on, um, we're on verse 7 of the 12th chapter. And the word goes, so we know that Abram and Lot left. Um, Abram was 75 years old, by the way, when he left. Um, Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his nephew, and all their possessions which they had acquired, and the people, um, their servants, because we know that they were, you know, Terah was, was, he didn't leave his kids in lack when he died. Terah had good money, and Abram was a good businessman. I read somewhere that they have logs of his um, business, actually, still, still in writing. So anyway, so it says that um, Abram passed through the land um, as far as the site of Sechem um, to the great Terebinth, an old tree of Marah. Now the Canaanites were in the land at that time. So seven goes, then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your descendants. So Abram built an altar there. Uh, to to the Lord who had appeared to him. So when the Lord said, I'm going to give you this land, I'm going to give it to your descendants, he built an altar to give thanks to God, like this is a place we're going to praise God for. That's why um, it's important to have that spot, have that corner, have that table in your home dedicated to um, the word, dedicated to God, um, that area. And let it and let yourself go there. Go to that altar in prayer. Go to that altar, light incense there. Um, put some uh, some blessed oil. Put that that extra virgin olive oil on there. Put that Bible on there, right? Um, light those frankincense. Um, go to that altar and say, Lord, th- let this be an open portal to you, right? And and thank you for blessing this house. Um, that's, uh, that's another teaching and uh, you know what, we might get into it once we, um, get past the, um, Genesis, the book of Genesis, maybe we'll do a special and, uh, uh and do, a, a podcast on built altars and building an altar to God, the most high creator God, almighty sovereign God, El Shaddai, Yahweh, right? Let's, I want to make sure I say that. <laughs> I want to make sure I say that. So, um, so, oh, so let's get back to seven. Abraham builds an altar in the spot that God said, this is going to be your spot. And then they moved from there to the mountains on the east of Bethel, Bethel, sorry, and pitched his tent. Um, so, and there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord and worship through prayer praise and thanksgiving so when he got to bethel on and he built another altar because now he was worshiping god for getting him to this next level i pitched a tent here this is my spot bless this spot god right nine goes then abram journeyed on continuing toward negev um now there was a feminine famine sorry there was a famine in the land and Abraham went down into Egypt to live temporarily 
for the famine in the land was oppressive and severe. So now there wasn't no food. Um, the grounds could not create vegetables. So no, nobody was eating. Egypt has a storage. We know that, right? So that's where he went for a little while. He said, all right, we're going to go hungry. Mind you, he's, Abram's not only feeding himself. He's feeding his wife. He's feeding his servants. His nephew got his little stuff too. But, you know, it's a lot of them that got to eat. They can't afford to fall into the famine. So it was to Egypt we go. Let's go here for a minute, right? So let's let's take a quick break and... Then we'll talk about what happened in Egypt. Blessings and light, everyone. Listen, this is Coach Wilhelmina. I'm coming in to remind you to join me every day, Monday through Friday, between 7.30 and 8 a.m. for the I Am Light Devotions. On the I Am Light Devotions, we go in with the scripture of the day, see what the Lord says, and apply the word to our lives daily. Make sure you join me on Facebook by subscribing, following, or um, send in an invite. I will confirm and add you to my Facebook group. To Wilhelmina Wright, listen, have a blessed day. Don't forget to join me tomorrow morning on I Am Light Devotions. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, it's your girl, Coach Wilhelmina. So this is, we're on Gen- Genesis chapter 12. And this is um, now Abram has gone into Egypt. Him, his servants, his wife, his cousin, my bad, his nephew, they all done went into Egypt. Right? And the word says, 11 goes, and when he was about to enter Egypt, this is an important part, he said to Sarai, his wife, listen, I know that you are a beautiful woman. So when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife and they will kill me but they will let you live so this is here it goes here it goes number 13 verse 13 this is what he said please tell them that you are my sister so that things will go well for me for your sake and my life will be spared because of you okay so abraham abram he ain't abraham yet abram is at this point telling his wife listen baby lie Okay, you're not my wife while we in Egypt. You know, you're beautiful and they're going to want you and they're going to kill me to have you. So, you know what? Just, you know, to spare my life and, and, and you you give you sacrifice for me. Just tell them you my sister. Okay, so imagine how she felt about that. Like, but Abram, like, what is you saying? Like, we too old for this, right? Because Sarai is old too. So here we go. Uh, but she was obedient to her husband. You know, he, he was um, the head of a household. So what he said, it went. Um, so it goes, um, and when Abram went, entered Egypt, and the Egyptians saw Sarai very beautiful. Sarai was very beautiful. Pharaoh's princes of fishes, right, also saw her and praised her to Pharaoh. Oh, man, they went to Pharaoh like, oh, my God. Um, this woman is beautiful. You should see her, Pharaoh. So the word says, and the woman was taken for a purpose of marriage into Pharaoh's household. So when Pharaoh seen her, he was like, yeah, bring her to me. 
Therefore, here it goes, you guys, 16. Therefore, Pharaoh treated Abram well for her sake. So because she was a part of his family, he took care of Abram. Like, I'm going to take her and you, I'm going to give you. And he said, the word says he acquired sheep and oxen, male and female donkeys, male and female servants and camels. Right. So this is how much Pharaoh gave Abram just to have her. Like he gave a sheep, oxen, male, female donkeys, male, female servants and camels. It almost I'm sorry. It's almost like saying, oh, my God, he knew what he was going to get. And so he set that up for his up. Right. I mean, like Abram, let's remember, God did not tell Abram to do this. Let's first let's say that the word does not say God told Abram to lie, right? He went on his own uh, coordinates and decided to lie. Um, and I'm sure he was aware that he would have to get paid for Sarah. So I'm sure he was aware. You know, if we think about what it said, there's a there was a famine, right? So you know that Abram Abram was like, yeah. So Pharaoh ain't famine. Pharaoh, Pharaoh ain't going through no famine. So, Sarah, listen, you know, you beautiful. It's, so, he gonna want you, okay? And you gonna stick to the plan, baby girl. That's what it felt like. That's what it feels like. I'm sorry. So, here it goes. Um, but the Lord, here go, here go. But the Lord punished Pharaoh and his household with severe plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Because you are with a man's wife, I'm going to punish you. Then Pharaoh called to Abram, see you can't get away with sneakiness, and said, what is that you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? God ain't going to let anything that he did not put in that plan happen. Okay, it ain't going, you ain't, you're not going to win with that. And you're not going to live off the fat of that cow right there on that lie, right? And then 19 goes, why did you say she is my sister so that I took her as my wife? Now then, here's your wife, take her and go. So this is what Pharaoh said to Abram, like, here's her, it's you, you set me up, bro, you knew, you told me she was your sister. Here, listen, take your wife because now my people is going through it because she is yours. So I, I, I want to say this. Pharaoh did not believe in the God of Israel. So to him, this was not a sin, but there was rules to the, to, of engagement. You know what I'm saying? And so you shall not cover another man's wife. And, and you know, Moses ain't even come for this yet. So there was rules to engagement are we peeping this before it was written in the 10 commandments there was rules of engagement you do not cover another man's wife you will you're just looking for bad karma and pharaoh knew that so it goes 20 so pharaoh commanded his men concerning him and they escorted him on his way with his wife and all that he had in other words keep what i gave you i don't even want that nonsense and take your wife and get about my land so they got kicked out of egypt they got kicked out of egypt there was no comfort living but they got what they got a sheep and oxen male and female donkeys male and female servants and camels 
So they kind of got more riches because these donkeys mate so they can expand. They ain't going to be hungry. That's for certain, right? Listen, um, let's take a quick break. And I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to come back with the conclusion. Blessings and light. I want to wish you all a new month, new beginning. This is the last month of the year. Do me a favor. Do something amazing. Do something in faith. Do something in greatness. Do something for yourself. Do something for God. Do something with your provision for your purpose. I promise you, if you start today, 2022, you will be prosperous. Be blessed. Blessings, blessings. Welcome back. This is the conclusion. We are on Genesis chapter 12. Um, This is episode 10 of Becoming Light and I am your host, Coach Wilhelmina. Um, So listen, there's some valuable lessons in the process of Lot um, taking his behind to Egypt, right? So number one, we're learning that everywhere he went, but it did not say this. But first, before I say that, where he went... Um, where he pitched the tent at, he built an altar to God. One place he didn't, it does not say he built an altar to God. And that was in Egypt. And he started that journey off lying. And I, I will say that that's probably why he didn't build an altar to God there. Because he knew he was trifling. He was not solid on his household because with him living in one place, his wife, the woman of his household, was now in the Pharaoh's beds, right? He didn't, and the word does not say when he got to Egypt, he built an altar to God. He did not want God in that process. But guess how that popped off? Even when we hide something from God, we still are going to be put out there. He's still going to reveal our, when we're in deception, when we are walking in deception, that's the best way to put it. God will still reveal our deception. You see what I'm saying? So be scared. Be very afraid. Because you cannot... Say holy, 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 and then be causing someone else to have turmoil. Abram knew that Sarah was his wife. Of course, he knew that. He had a hidden agenda. And when he gave his wife for another man's bed, because that's exactly what happened. God said, "Uh uh-uh not gonna be able to do it i told you that i'm giving you oh he told him i'm giving your descendants this land so now you're gonna make this woman who is supposed to be pregnant from you who is supposed to give descendants for give you your descendants now you want her you want to give her to another man God's not going to let whatever he has going on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Whatever he has going on for your life, he's not going to even let you mess it up. You can't even interfere in it. He will correct every moment. And he will put you in the midst of correction. In the midst of correction. 
God will put you in the place that you are supposed to be. Even when you cause yourself to be out of alignment, God will pluck you back in alignment. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. God said, I, 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 I did not say give Sarah to Pharaoh. I told you I would bless you. Now you get your blessings. Now because I said you will be blessed, I'm going to let you keep the camel, the oxen, the donkeys, the servants. But you're going to have to go from there because I didn't, I didn't tell you to go there. I didn't tell you to do that. So even when we move out of alignment, don't, don't think that we can do it in sneakiness. God's still going to pluck us where we need to be. He's going to snatch you by your collar and drag you behind. This is exactly where you're supposed to be. That's what happened to Abram. They plucked him by his collar and, and escorted him out of Egypt. You can't be here. You and your wife, you take your wife, you take your stuff, you take your things, and you go. You sitting there causing people to have plagues. You will see. You will see. Amen. So listen, I hope you guys um, got the word. For, got a word, got a lesson, got a moment from Genesis chapter 12. Listen, you don't got to be crooked to get it, get it. Because if you're going to be crooked, God going to show all types of your crooked energy out there. But he going to put you out there. He ain't going to take away from what he gave you. But he definitely going to put you out there. Your name going to be crooked for days. You hear me? Um, I'm sure they talked about Abram a while in Egypt. Pharaoh was like, and you know he did. Try to get me all jacked up with his wife. And their God sitting here putting plagues on us. And we ain't even know. <laughs> I'm saying Abram was wrong for that. He's wrong for that. You know, he knew, he knew, he knew. I think he knew that the whole time he set that up. But when you think that you cannot put God in something and only put God where you want him to be, God shows that he is everywhere. What are you doing? What are you doing? So, um, bless him, bless the already blessed word. Listen, um, Connect with us here at Let's Feast. If you enjoyed this segment, do me a favor. Follow. Leave a comment. Say it. Send me a message. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, you can also connect with me on different um, platforms. Make sure you caught those commercials. I'm not going to do that because you guys have already gotten all the commercials in between time. But do me a favor. Just be great in everything you do. Um, be a light. Be a blessing. And enjoy your journey in praise. God bless you. <laughs>